Hello, my name is Dennis Watson. I'm with Celebration Church. And this year at Celebration Church, we're encouraging our people to read through the entire Bible in their daily Bible reading times. To accomplish that, we're reading through the one-year Bible reading plan, which means reading a passage of scripture every day from the Old Testament, the New Testament, from the Psalms, and from the Proverbs. And then we're taking one of those scripture passages to use for our devotional thought for today. Today's devotion is found from a passage of scripture in Mark chapter 11. And here's what we read. Jesus entered the temple and began to drive out the merchants and their customers. He knocked over the tables of the money changers and the stalls of those selling doves. And he stopped everyone from bringing in merchandise. He taught them then, my temple will be called a place of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. That's Mark chapter 11, verses 15 through 17. My perspective of Jesus, having studied him in the Gospels and interacted with him as a Christian, is that Jesus is loving, mild-mannered, gentle, understanding, caring, considerate, peace-loving, patient, joyful, strong, yet sensitive, self-controlled, and never fearful, and that he even has a great sense of humor. The picture we have in our text is quite a contrast to that, however. We find Jesus striding into the temple area, turning over the table, shouting at people, making forceful gestures, and demonstrating great anger towards those who were desecrating the temple area and taking advantage of people. Which Jesus is the real Jesus? Well, Jesus is loving, gentle, understanding, caring, considerate, peace-loving, patient, etc. But he also becomes angry when he sees that which is dedicated and consecrated to God being misused and when he sees people being taken advantage of by others. There are several truths drawn from our text that we need to examine today. First of all, Jesus hates it when people, especially religious people, take advantage of others. The temple system of worship actually included provisions for people to be able to buy and sell certain animals and objects nearby that could be used as sacrifices when they came to the temple to worship. The problem here was that the merchants were crowding out the worship area and were charging exorbitant prices from those who were attempting to buy sacrificial offerings. And in so doing, they were taking advantage of others. People taking advantage of others through selling overpriced or inadequate merchandise or or services always bothers and infuriates the Lord. He says that we are thieves when we do such things. Second, the primary purpose for the temple was for people to come to pray and to worship the Lord, not to make money off of other people. Over the years, that primary purpose had become diluted or polluted by the religious merchants in Jerusalem, and people praying to the Lord and worshiping the Lord was of little or no concern to them compared with their making a profit from the sale of goods and the sale of their services. Let me ask you a question. On most days in your life, Is worshiping and praying to the Lord a greater priority for you than making money or making a living? If our answer is no, then on most days we are more like the merchants whom Jesus classified as thieves. We're more like the merchants than we are like the Lord. If that's the case, we need to repent and reprioritize the Lord in our lives. God has greater plans for us than for us to be self-focused individuals who are robbing Him of our devotion and ourselves and others of the blessings of God by our selfish focuses. One of the primary truths we need to understand from our text is that although the Jewish temple in Jerusalem is no longer standing, as believers, our bodies are now the temples of the Holy Spirit. Paul talked about that in 1 Corinthians 6, verses 19 through 20. And because of that, our bodies and lives should also be daily dedicated to prayer. Jesus said, my house shall be called a house of prayer for all the nations. Here's the second question. Is is your house, your life, a house of prayer? And if not, what do you need to do to make it so? The Bible teaches that the Lord has called us to a life of prayer. Matthew chapter 6, Luke chapter 18, and other passages. And it tells us that He works mightily in the lives of those who have dedicated themselves to prayer, who have become houses of prayer. 
So help, we need to all focus on becoming more of a person of prayer. As you pray today, pray that the Lord would convict you of any prayerlessness in your life and convince you that your house, your life, being dedicated to prayer is a key for growth, joy, and victory in your life. Also, ask the Lord to show you how you can better prioritize and develop a daily prayer time with Him. And thirdly, pray for the Lord to show you any areas of compromise in your life that equates to letting the world come into your temple, to your body, your life, like the merchants did with the Jewish temple. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you have any thoughts, be sure to send them to us. And please join us again tomorrow as we continue our journey through the Bible.